This episode is brought to you by Play for a Purpose on March 21st at 2 p.m. A charity hockey game event will be taking place at the St. James in Springfield, Virginia to raise money for Players Against Hate. The game will feature a hockey game with local celebrities and coaches to include uh, some live music, uh, auctions, silent auctions, a bunch of stuff like that. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, You can use code CHIRP20 and you'll get 20% off on tickets for the game. So use code CHIRP20 for 25% off tickets. What it do, DMV? It is episode 47 of Chirpin' DMV. Uh, it's March. It is the last full month of the regular season for the Washington Capitals and the rest of the NHL. But before we get into all that, uh, let's go around the table, say what's up to the boys. We'll switch it up. We'll start with AB. What's happening, baby? What's going on, boys? Uh, how was your weekend? I haven't seen you guys in a while, I feel like. Yeah, uh, this weekend I went to North Carolina um, go see some family. Uh, who we went to the hurricane mm. game with. Oh, oh, we, you went down there to watch um, McCall's game? Yeah, my nice. cousin Cameron, uh, she had a lacrosse game. They played Davidson. They won 11-10. It was a hey, good game. Any talks for her? Not bad. Uh, no, she, oh, as a freshman, fuck. she did not play in a tight game. Damn, son. But that's all right. That's all right. She was there for the support, and as as were we. And, yeah, they, it, was good. it was a good game. Big women's lacrosse guy now. Yeah? Yeah. All right. <laughs> it was awesome. I saw your Snapchat. I was like, yeah, big women's lacrosse guy. Were you there all weekend? Yeah. Um, nice. You stay at which, uh, the, your aunt and uncle's house? Yeah. That's we a had, sweet house. We had like 14 of us. Shout out to them because they listen. Yeah. And they have a great house and a great yeah. host. Number one fans. Yep. Number one fans. And they, 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 um, nice. Yeah. They And uh, we went downstairs. We just hung out in the bar to like 1 a.m. on Friday night. Like, like there's probably like six or seven of us just like all just having a good time chilling yeah Yeah. drinking some whiskey and shit and talking about the glory days yeah pretty much honestly because they were talking about like like we sold we sold our house where it's officially sold right yeah so we were just talking about like some some of those stories and then they got into like some some of the stories like when my aunt bonnie was like in high school and i was just like damn you guys (laughs) damn son yeah you guys you guys partied (laughs) uh kp what's up with you how's your weekend uh, it was pretty good, man. Just chilled, watched some sports, uh, watched a new show on Amazon Prime called Hunters. It's a good show. What sports did you watch all weekend? Did you watch the Defenders get their ass blown out again? Yeah, I did watch that Sunday night. Not good. Yeah. Turn it yeah. into the Redskins, man. Yeah, At least I got to turn, turn it off uh, after not long and watch the Caps. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what did I do this weekend? Oh, when saw Theo Vaughn Friday night. Yeah, that was tight. Pretty fucking that, funny, that, dude. That looked super tight. It was about five. He had three openers. Uh, it was about, we went and got dinner at MGM first. Saw Bobby Solari there. Shout out Bobby Solari. He, I was just like yeah, sitting at dinner. Funny. I was sitting at dinner and he just rolls by. I was like, yo, Bobby. And he came up and like sat with us for like 20 minutes. I actually <laughs> had a couple buddies that went to Theo too. Yeah, so we went, had some pretty good seats and I was fucking dying, dude. That shit was funny. It was yeah. definitely recency bias when I texted you and Kreppel and said, oh, he was definitely the best. But now that I sit back and think about it, yes, he was good. But I don't think he was Tom Segura good. Yeah. Tom Segura I was blacked out for. <laughs> that was the one in Baltimore. I was like, yeah. had one eye open, one eye closed, and Bill Burr was Baltimore too. Yeah. But Theo was good. Theo was funny. Um, didn't do much else. Did a little bit of moving this weekend. Um, besides that, uh, let's get into some Caps news and notes, shall we? So Ted Leonsis, he did an interview with NBC4 Sports here in D.C. and said, quote, Nick Backstrom, when we were negotiating his contract extension, said, here's how Ovi will pass Wayne Gretzky and literally broke it down game by game, season by season, trip by trip and was emphatic that he'd be able to do it 
Wait, who did that? Backstrom. Yeah. So when they were going over contract negotiations, part of the negotiation, which doesn't make any sense because it has nothing to do with the negotiation, was Backstrom pretty much predicting season by season, game by game, and like road trip by home series for the next like however many years, how exactly to the dot OV will break Gretzky's goal record. So they know like the schedule. Backstrom seems to know. They know like the schedule for the next five years. That, I don't think that, so. I guess, but but not true. I guess <laughs> Backstrom was just looking ahead and he was telling pretty much it how it sounds like he was telling the organization look we can do this shit give me five years sign me trust me yeah i mean and he's like i'll get Obi to beat the record that is wild that baxter would do that i don't know if he would doesn't seem like <clears> i mean it guy. makes i mean i, I don't know i could see him doing it's that kind of like, crazy yeah seeing like this is the goal for the next five years right. and in those five years we also win like three more cups i don't know that's not bad <laughs> i'm not hate that uh this past weekend was the caps gaming tournament uh i tuned in on twitter and watched a little bit of it i called out john wayne that fucking coward yeah his teams nice. didn't look that good we could have beat him i'll leave it at that mike green caps legend as we mentioned last week traded to the oilers but suffered what looked like to be a knee injury in just his second game so he's out three to four weeks already oh shit that's not great it's a tough go of it i mean second game with the oilers thinking he's going to get a good start on a playoff contending team and boom second game he's need and he's i mean about it, a month at out. least it's only two to three weeks i mean three to four three to four which is but and he's that's like, pretty much the rest of the season. That's been his like motto. I'm mean, not motto, but like his thing in the past couple of years. I feel like he's been hurt, yeah. injury, injury bug. I mean, he'll be back burn. for the playoffs. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, yeah. Four weeks? yeah three to four yeah. weeks. That'll take it to the end of March. I mean, season ends first weekend of April. Yeah. So uh, we've been seeing it all over the broadcast these past three games, but that uh, 01, 02 Thrashers team, 18 year old Kovalchuk, 29 year old Uncle Todd, as teammates Reardon said, "quote It was a situation I think that was probably one." of the first times I realized I was going to be a coach. Uh, he said, how I know my Russian is all from him. Uh, he and I started because he was having a tough time with English when he first got over. So we'd exchange some words. Um, yeah, so pretty much Todd and Kobe were boys, and Todd says that's kind of what got him into coaching was kind of parenting and coaching Kovalchuk when he was 18. I mean, Which yeah. is kind of wild. I was going to say. Small <laughs> so, world. Small world. It's I mean, pretty cool how he has ties to like both the guys that we picked up at the trade deadline. Yeah. I mean, coaching had that little whatever with Dylan back yeah. when he was in juniors. And I mean, with Kovalchuk. So. Well, a lot of the thing, too, was Kovalchuk coming in. People being like, oh, so it's Kovalchuk. Are you guys going to be able to contain him? Well, apparently because... I mean, even Kovalchuk was saying that, yeah, it's great to be reunited with him. I think that's the reason why he's coaching now, because he taught me a lot when I was 18. It's crazy. Time flies. His wife was pregnant with her boy, and now the kid's 17, and I'm still hanging around, so it's good to be back with Todd. <laughs> Todd, Re- <laughs> Todd Reardon's son going to make the NHL soon? <laughs> right. Jesus. So, last bit of news here. It's not really Caps-related, but... Uh, Bobby Ryan, he takes his leave of absence last November, deals with a bit of addiction to alcohol, and now 10 days, uh, 100 days sober. Sorry, he scores a hat trick in his first game back with the Senators, and pretty wild scene there. Yeah. Um, hat trick, he started crying a little bit, and I mean, it was, it was sweet. It was good stuff. KP, did you catch that? Yeah, I got to see it. It was, uh, it's pretty awesome uh, for him. I mean, when he got the first goal, I think he was kind of like, wow, like, that's awesome. I got a goal on my first game back, and success just Nice kept... goals, too. Yeah, yeah, both yeah. nice. I think the last one was the empty netter. Yeah. The last one was the empty netter. I want to say Kachuk. the first one was the tipping, but the second one was like kicked it, skate the stick, and just yeah, fucking snipe. Potted it. I mean, right. that's how he is. I mean, he we know he has got the talent. Right. He just happened to have been, he's, he hasn't played on a very good team. I mean, the center is were good they went to the stanley or eastern conference finals against pittsburgh uh three years two or three years ago um so they've, they've been good but lately he's been on the short end of the stick and 
uh yeah i mean it's it's interesting to see the battles that he's been going through um was it it was definitely him the one that like his story came out before this season right about his yeah. mother mm-hmm. and how he was basically like she was a single mom and like <clears throat> yeah like doing everything she could to get him to play hockey to reach the next the, the top level and yeah for him to struggle and battle through that and then have to battle through this uh, I mean, it's pretty wild stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. good on him for that. I mean, t- stick taps for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, good comeback, and uh, so he, he just good took the lead year. for the Bill Masterton Trophy. Then, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, David Ayers, but this is a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, let's get into some of these game recaps. Bark down. Off the bar. down. Off bark and down. Off the bar and down. All right, first game, Caps first Jets at home. The first game of a home-and-home series with the Jets. We'd play them back-to-back. Two days after that big win over the Pens, uh, first game for Kovalchuk. Caps here looking to go on a bit of a streak into month on a high note. 700th goal celebration for OV prior to the game. Very awesome. KP, let's start with you. I know, I think you're running the Twitter that night too. And pretty awesome ceremony. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, it was kind of weird. They had that poster for like a watch. I don't, yeah, it was I don't weird. know why they didn't like, have the watch, watch there. We got a watch. It was just a picture of a watch. Yeah, like the watch didn't come in on time. It's on back order right now. I don't know. But it's uh, like an excessive poster for a watch right, too. Yeah, and they had like the two cheerleaders out there waiting to unveil it. Like I thought it was like a <laughs> plaque or a statue. Plaque. I thought it was, was gonna just, be something awesome. And they're just like, oh, yeah. he's getting a watch, and yeah. they take it down. And it's the um, poster. But yeah, um, I thought he would get a stick. Or I was. Expecting a stick. Saving it for 800. I mean, he's Probably. gotten the stick. Yeah, I so. thought he was going to yeah. get like a gold plate. He's gotten stick. them. He's gotten right. a couple already. Though. That's the problem. Well, like, everyone gets one. You don't want to keep them. giving them to him. Yeah, you do. Sure, if they're like different. They I guess they changed well, it up. Yeah. They gave him it was a Tiff, Tiffany diamond, like yeah, something trophy. You, I was gonna say, would you rather have for like, like every hundred goals if you always got like a golden stick? He was probably like, I, he was probably like, I have no more. I have no more room. I need something. A puck. A puck. You'd, would you rather have that or a puck? He has a he has like a million pucks. Oh, I don't know. You definitely don't know. Ra- I'd definitely rather have like four like gold plated sticks. Than yeah, like- gold plated sticks are tight. I don't want seven. If I hit seven hundred, give me like four, and then for three hundred other goals, give me like something else. You like, know, because what I mean? he has a puck for every single fucking milestone. So it's like, no, yeah. I don't need a puck. Like, give me. Right. Like, well, they, they, gave- get, they get a silver one for a hundred or a thousand games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, give a gold one for fucking yeah, seven But like goals. KP said, that thing was yeah. just like covered in a blanket. It looked like this massive like mural they were going to yeah, give him. And it was just a photo of a watch. I was like, what? Statue um, of movie already? AB, the video uh, was pretty awesome that the Caps played with like Carlson and Backstrom and like the main guys. And it got into all eight other guys that are 700 goal scorers. Yeah, I almost cried. I- yeah, it was pretty <laughs> sick. <laughs> I, I like the first thing I thought of was, God damn it, when this guy retires... I that's the end of my life. Came to my came to my mind is yeah. We shouldn't even talk about that. I thing. appreciated the ceremony and everything, but I kind of thought to myself, this is coming to an end yeah. very soon. In like six years. Yeah, this is plenty yeah, of time. We're coming to an end here soon with the Ovechkin era and. Sit back and enjoy it. The best was a uh, Yager though, when he was like, uh, Gretzky's, was like Gretzky's a got to be shaking. Game, yeah, just like Gretzky's got to be shaking. I, dude, the the one with his kid, the video with his kid. I was like, God damn it! Why that did they the have Cavs to do that posted to of his kid. Oh, the kid in the video or the kid hugging Ovi on the ice? Both. Because the one oh, of him hugging Ovi yeah. on the ice, I was like, that kid is literally uh, every Caps fan. Just well, yeah. hugging Ovi's neck. I did tweet that night from the Chirpin account. It's like, I wish Ovi could just like wait for Ovi Jr. to come into the league and the Caps draft him and he takes over. Yeah, yeah that's true. I don't think he could play for another 17. So you years. know what Ovi... You never know. What Ovi didn't wait for 
uh, was to get the Caps on the board early. It's a minute 55 in. The hunt for 800 has officially begun. Uh, Caps are up one nothing. He kind of bats it out of the air and minute 55. Ovi, 701. Yeah, pretty cool out of midair. That was sick. Yeah. Um, and he just he said fuck the fuck the whole celebration. I'm on to the next one. Yep. He's like, it's yeah. a great play. The for hunt Kuzi. for 800 is on. Yeah, and we're going, baby. Yeah, the hunt for Gretzky. Fuck 800. Yeah. Well, we got a step by step. Nah. Next nah. goal is not 894. Nah. Could be. He might catch Gretzky by the end of the season. The ways we'll get into it. But uh, later in the period, Vrana doing what he does best. He turns on the Jets. Uh, no pun intended there. He flies up the ice, splits to D, burns to everyone, tucks it home, caps 2 nothing in the first period, 25th of the season, and a career high for the Snake, KP. Yeah, he just blew by everybody, even outskated the goalie. He had an empty. Empty net pretty much if he lip, lifted the puck, and he did perfectly. Um, I don't know why he doesn't use that speed more often. Just a little north to south. Because it's just nuts. He I don't just, think he's getting the opportunity to. Like, got, like these. it's kind of like a – I don't want to say a fluke play, but, like, you don't – that play doesn't happen very often, but it happened in almost two games in a row against the Penguins. That's true. Whenever the last time. Yeah. It was yeah. the same goal as the Penguins. Like Pretty much. If he has open space, Just, just straight to the net. Yeah. Well, dude, it's what he's got to do. He just like makes a little chip play, just chip it by the guys. He chips it to himself. He does a thing where he skates too fast. He has to send the puck like ten feet in front of him and then catch up to it. Because there'll be times where he tries to skate into, he'll get too close to the player and they'll spot it away or something. Like when he does that, the little chip play, he can just get that little speed. What I'm saying is, he can't can't do that every play. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a very very hard play to make to be able to self pass it to (laughs) yourself. Yeah, it is. So I, again, he doesn't have that opportunity to be able to do it but when he gets it he fucking turns on the jets and he goes yeah um and the other thing here is this is like the first time in about like three months it feels like that we're up to nothing yeah and it feels great i was like oh my god this yeah. is this feels so comfortable we're right buzzing now. it's two nothing it's the first period so second period late second period ab's boy finally gets one within five feet of the net as old garney hathaway gives the boys a three nothing lead takes a monkey off his back and ab when's the last time we had a three nothing lead in the game out of <laughs> last year i don't know <laughs> this like, is great honestly. Um, yeah, finally, he gets that monkey off his back. He finally gets, puts up a goal. Hopefully, they come in bunches for him. Yep. And he shuts me up. Well, I don't know how he's going to fucking miss that one. It was, like, perfect. If right? he did, I would have said cut him. He just kind of yeah. gave the whole sigh of relief, too. He was like, Yeah, he knew it, yes. too. He knew it, too. But, yeah, if he did somehow miss that, I would have been texting you both and being like, he needs to be cut. <laughs> right. He was just right place, right time, and cut slapped him. it in. Um, Jets get one at the end of the period, three to one lead going into the third. We're still feeling pretty good. Then it's two goals in the third. They force overtime and holy hell, there's a blown three goal lead. KP, let's start with you on this one. Uh, yeah, that first one, when it just kind of sneaked out of Holpe, I don't know. That was that kind of sucked to happen, but we, I thought we'd rebound from it, and we did. Um, but then Kyle Connor, man, I, I, this guy's unreal watching Dude, him after, after these yeah. games. He is unreal, and he used that. He's looked like he was the fastest roundup when he had that little breakaway, and yeah. it, was a, it was a great move. Yeah, he can't, can't blame Holpe on that one. He's filthy. Um, that line is filthy. Sh- uh, Shifley. Blake yeah, Wheeler and Kyle Connor. Yeah, they're so very good. Insane. And Patrick Kleine got hurt in the first period of this game, and that's a huge loss for them. That's a, yeah, perennial goal scorer. That's their stud uh, who's trying to have a big season anyway. Just 
trying to prove that he can do something and he can turn it around and he can become a goal scorer. But yeah, Kyle, it's, uh, it's kind of a big loss for the Jets there. Yeah, definitely on the power play too. Uh, they definitely had about three or four opportunities and had not having him in his shot is a, it's a big hurt because they don't have as many superstars or uh, big goal scores. And I, I would say they don't have the depth scoring that other teams have this year. Right. Because right. um, they, they do have, they have Shifley, they have Blake Wheeler, they have Kyle Connor. That line is lethal. Yeah. Outside of them, they don't got much. I mean, yeah, you have Matt Perot, but I think he's hurt too. Um, and they don't have much on the back end now because everyone's basically left them. Dustin Bufflin left yeah. and Truba got traded. So it's, he's, he's definitely a huge loss to them, especially in a tight wild card playoff race for them. Yeah, agreed. So we go to OT and then we go to a shootout. So like you mentioned last week, KP, you tweeted it, uh, First game in a shootout, we get Kovalchuk already. So, Oshi, Kovi, Kuzi, Baki, Ovi were our first five shooters. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> that's kinda, lethal. I'm kind of shocked that they put Ovi in there, not Vrana. Same, but they kind of Vrana hasn't taken a lot. I, I know. Say he's taken less. The last than, one he took, he fucking wanna, de- he's, he's, took a rask out of his fucking jock strap. I think he's taken yeah. less than ten penalty shots or shootouts yeah, in his for career. For sure, he probably he's taken like five. Well, who were the who were the original three that would have gone? I know it was Oshi, Kovi, Kuzi, and Kuzi. Yeah. So Oshi, uh, he's fifty two point three career shootout percentage. Uh, Backy scores, Ovi scores, uh, pretty sick. Kovalchuk was kind of disappointing. Came down, just stuck in his glove. Maybe said, "Yeah, he does that a lot. That's what he does. He yeah, shake handles and then just snipes it." The corner. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he he stuck it right in his glove. He definitely <laughs> scored on that play plenty of times, so yeah. it's it's not a bad move. I but, like putting him right there. Yeah, I loved. I we loved might be the best shootout, shootout team. It was, it was a, a it was a pretty yeah. good shootout. You go Oshi Kovalchuk because that's all. We're yeah. a very good shootout team. Yeah. What if and, playoffs? and Kuzi had him beat too. He just hit the post. Right. Yeah. Back from snipes and then Ovi gets one. Uh, dude, if there's shootouts in playoffs, boy. We'd win the cup every year. Yeah, but would you like that? <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, I would like that, but like, would you like a shootout in the play- in playoffs? Just for the Caps win the cup? No, I wish they'd get Fuck rid no. of the shootout and like just go like ten minute three on three. It's three on yeah. three, and then if you don't score in the three on three, it goes to two to two, two on two, and nah, then one on one. I like. I like. Go to, go to Braveheart, man. That'd be sick. I like one going, on one. I like going three on three, ten minute overtime, and then if you don't score in that, two on two for like five minutes, and then shootout. I don't think you can go one-on-one because it's basically a shootout. Braveheart, man. It'd be cool. I mean, there has been brought up the idea of taking out the overtime loss point and just doing like a 10-minute three-on-three and then just calling it a tie. I don't like that Bringing ties back into the game? Fuck nope. Ties. Don't like that at all. Nope. I like the idea of – I know this has been mentioned, but probably won't happen. Uh, regulation wins being three points. Overtime yeah. shootout wins are two points. Shoot, yep. Overtime shootout one is one point. Yeah, it gives Lost. a little more of a oomph or whatever you want to call it to the regulation win. So mm-hmm. that, that, that could make all. the drive for that. Yeah. Um, something we didn't touch on in this game I want to bring up real quick. That tying goal that Winnipeg had was a was it, fucked up weird play. But then he just like drive the net and fall in the yeah, whole Yeah, like Shifley like got yeah. tangled up with Orloff somehow late, and yeah. then fell and it was Orloff and Jensen, and Jensen out there. I don't understand why we ever play those two together. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh-oh. But um, so th- that that kind of sucked too because like we played such a good game and the way uh, that, that goal went in to tie it and send it into overtime and everything was just kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it was just an unlucky bounce which... Hopefully, would shit happens. Going our way. Yeah, I was yep. gonna say. 
So Holtz, he stops 30 of 33 in that game. It's a shootout win. Um, we'll take it, uh, even though it was a blown lead, but it was a good night, uh, this celebration and everything. So Caps at Jets two days later, home and home. This one up north, and then there's really nothing to say about this. Sammy stops 29 of 31, but Caps lose 3 to nothing, uh, despite outshooting the Jets. I didn't see this game. I just watched the highlights, so KP. Um, yeah, it was kind of... Uh back and forth game it was really like an even game i thought yeah. for most of the point uh it was just a one nothing from everything game. i was like following and watching it with i was like this is kind of yeah i mean the first playing well it seems yeah and the goals weren't bad the first goal that went in it kind of looked like carlson just took a bad angle and kind of screened uh samson off a little bit it wasn't a, it wasn't a great shot it was a hard shot from the point but then after that i mean i don't know if you saw the highlight but um Connor Hollebuck had a great save on Ovechkin. It was a toe save. Like, literally the blade of his fucking skate right. made this save, and it was unreal. And then Vrana had a breakaway. He hits the post, so we get a chance there. And then it was a great play. They put Kovey in the Ovechkin spot on the power play, and he has another great chance, and it was just a great glove save by uh, Connor Hollebuck again. So they kind of ran into a hot goalie there, it felt like. Yeah, yeah. They just the, That goalie stole them a game, I think. Um, Connor Hollebuck, he's been playing well all season for them. And yeah, you, you've you've kind of touched on everything pretty much. I mean, Connor Connor Hellbeck was the difference maker in this game. Um, we can't talk about because there were a lot of. I, f- I felt like we did have a lot of power play opportunities. Yeah, we definitely did. And it's I don't understand why they changed it up after the one. We didn't end up scoring when Kovalchuk was in the OV spot, but it but looked a lot better. It looked way better, and then he. Never went back to it again. Yeah, I don't and it's, understand why. Yeah, I, it's it makes no sense to me. That's another. I mean, everyone's. You have your Todd Reardon backers that are like, "Oh yeah, you still gonna blame Todd Reardon for this?" And I'm just like, "Well, kind of." I mean, yeah, he's got to make a change. It's it's yeah, he's yeah. he made it. He made the change right, and, and then, then it got- did well, but it first, but it, I guess it didn't score. So then he was like, "Ah, let's not go back to it." Right, like. You need to give it more than one shot. Yeah, I agree. And I don't. It just makes no sense to me. And and, and exactly what happened with Kovalchuk is what I would like. Is what I said. Where is he has he's a multiple type of threat at, in that spot where he can skate with the puck yeah. too. Yep, yep, yep. Because he gets the puck. He doesn't one time right away, but he stops. He takes his time. He looks at what he can do. He skates around, draws another, like goes behind the net and draws another power play. And yeah, I was like, he did. He did in that game. Yeah. And I said, this is why I would want him there way more than OV. Because he moves. He moves his feet, and he yep. can do better. I know we've talked about having... It's not a stagnant. Mm-hmm. Power play moves a little more. Well, even just keeping pucks on in the boards. Like, there's just certain plays where I think Kovalchuk could keep the puck in where OV can't or get to a loose yep. puck where OV really is lost off the jump yep. to that. OV does two things, and it's shoot, and it's dump it around the boards all the way to Backstrom, which... Half the time gets picked off in the middle somewhere. Right. So I think as a just main shooter, he needs to be in the center of the, the yep. Ochi spot. That's the shooter spot. Yeah. So and I he he tried to go back to it in the Minnesota Wild in the next game, mm-hmm. but again, the fucking number one power play line is out there out for there. a minute forty five. So and it's like nothing oh, left to do. Yeah, Kovalchuk has fifteen seconds. Let's see if he can yeah, do it. Stupid. Fuck, he's not going to be able to do it in fifteen seconds. Right, and yeah. he's going to want to get off because he's going to want to get a defense guy on. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's. I think this is another Todd Reardon mistake. Yep. And I mean, I have we the first have, few games that we're supposed to be toying with stuff, figuring it out. Yeah. yeah, that's what we said last pod that these these three games. Yeah, five on five. 
I like what he's yeah five yeah. five is fine. I liked what he's doing. That third line is grinding pretty well. Um, the first Kovalchuk game, I thought he played fine. I thought he played pretty good, and but he did have that turnover that led to a goal. Um, he passed it. It was on that. It was actually on the power play. He passed it. Tried to pass it back to Carlson. Right. As the guy was coming out of the box, that guy picked it off. That was Kyle Connor. I think came back yeah. and scored. That was right, the breakaway right. goal yeah. with Kyle Connor. Um, Speaking of Kyle Connor, in this game, uh, he had that that really good goal in the high slot mm-hmm. in the third period, which was just like a broke down play. Our defense looked like they were watching everybody. Yep. I know Gudis was supposed to be on him in front of the net, but it was a really good shot. I don't blame Samson off for that. Well, that was that goal was more of. Uh, it, I don't know if it's necessarily Gudis's fault 100%. I mean, he should kind of be on him, but that was also just a great play by Kyle Connor. He saw a soft spot in the high slot, mm-hmm. and it was in the middle of, I think, Haglin and Gudis. And, um, and, and so Haglin's like kind of right behind him trying to reach for a back check as Gudis is going up to him. He just found a soft spot. Oh, he shot it, and he shot it right as he got it. Yeah, like it was exactly. It was a tic play. And it was a great it – was, it was an Oshi goal, basically, on a power right. play. But yeah, that's where he was. And – um, so that was that was a good play by him, but like I said, uh, Kovalchuk looked good on the power play, and then he doesn't reward him for any more power play time. It makes no sense to me. I'd be feeding him yeah. the puck as much as possible. I if would, we can get him hot ASAP, get him a goal or two. Like if he had like two goals over those three games, I would have been like, oh, the next winning pa- the cup. So then the next power play we have, he puts he does he. I take that back. He did reward him. He puts him in the Yoshi spot. Hmm. And puts and leaves Ovi in the Ovi spot. I'm like, yeah, I don't Oshie's think, pretty good at what he does there. I don't think changing him was gonna change. do anything. Yeah, like Oshie, with, earn, Oshie has earned that spot right there. Yeah, just scoring clutch goals. Yeah, well, I, I <laughs> like think big goals. I think he knee. just wanted to get Kovalchuk out there, and, right? And yeah. that's the move he made, which it's the wrong move because that really doesn't help the power play at all. No, it's it still the Ovechkin spot. That whole ice area that's just like an island. I would right? hate him behind. So doesn't get used. Kovalchuk. Oh, actually, that's a great idea. I would love him behind the net. Because he would be pretty much, if if he didn't have the puck, he'd be on that post looking for tip-ins yeah. and rebounds. Yeah. But he's just he got such a lethal well shot. He does have a good shot, but he's also... where you'd, I'd want Kuzi behind the net over him. He also can see... He does see the ice yeah, pretty well. Yeah, he sees well. it well. Yeah. I think Kuzi... Him and Kuzi behind the net. Kuzi on the boards, him behind the net. Yeah, something like Kuzi that. Would be pretty solid. But I still... My net... My, Main priority would be to get him to the OV spot, OV in front of the net. I th- I yeah. just like that way better. I would hate I want it. to, because then you could run. Like, you could run it from either side. Mm-hmm. Right. And and who else do you have on the other side? I mean, you rotate between Kuzi, Backstrom, and Vrana. Yeah, you got an op- yeah. you got options three lefties. There. Yeah. You want three lefties on that side, and then yeah. keep Oshie and Tom and, down low. I mean, everyone's again. Everyone's gonna rag on me for this because this is a very hot take. But I think I would pick Vrana over them because of his shot. Yeah, because he would easily just send one on the net. Yeah. He could snipe one just yeah. like that. He could be stick handling on the hash marks, he, like back against the boards. Honestly, just toss one top shelf. He's got a great shot, and but he can also pass the puck. Whereas Backstrom only passes the puck. He he Kuzi will take it. shots, but Kuzi will pretty yeah. dumb sometimes. But he doesn't one time. Just right at the goalie. Yeah, yeah. Ronald will get drop to a knee and one to it. Yeah. Uh, so first game of March, looking to set the tone a bit. Like we said, this is the last full month of the regular season and I think the Caps have two games in April and that's it uh, so we're on the road State of Hockey taking on the Wild for the first time this season 
Uh, surprisingly, it's a little fun fact here. Ovechkin has averaged more goals per game against the Wild, 0.94, than any other franchise. Yeah, that's nuts. I think. Yeah, it's sixteen goals and or seventeen goals in seventeen games now. I think it is. I think he got to. I was going to say I don't know what game. it was at first because I, I remember looking up the stats of his goals against like both teams. He stuff went like that. into the game against the Wild, fifteen goals in seventeen games. So now he's seventeen and eighteen, something like that. No, yeah, seventeen it, it would, and seventeen. It would be fifteen and sixteen at ninety four percent. Mm. And then now it's be seven. Now he has seventeen and seventeen games. Yeah, right somewhere. So we'll kind of let that stat lead us right into the big man himself. Caps find themselves down one nothing, but five on three power play, and it's just uh, an OV classic. It's a one time bomb and knots the game at one, and that percentage is <laughs> staying rather put. Yeah, it was the hard as fuck of a shot. I mean, it hits off his glove, but somehow finds and goes bar down. down. That's nuts. He just yeah. knuckles it, and it's a rocket. Yeah, it just. Yeah, I think knuckling the puck, the the puck knuckling tougher helped. goalies. Yeah, it helped him out. The puck it, was end over end. Yep, and he shoots it so hard, and that that's what they say. You don't really know where it's going. Yeah, Staylock just he couldn't get a hand on it because because it's fluttering like that. I mean, it's that's tough for a goalie. That's yeah, it's it's impossible. Yeah, as hard as that puck's coming and fluttering like that. Yeah, on the five on three, I do like having Ovi there. I'm fine with oh, yeah. putting him. Putting it was, him. He was still pretty far out for that shot. Yeah, well, he he's <laughs> gonna get the room on the five on three, so that's where you should. That's when you should put just him in that area. Right. Just say tee it up, tee it up, tee yep. it up, tee exactly. It up. And put Kuzi and Kovalchuk, whoever's around it, and just go get the rebounds and yep. pass five it back on up. five on three, perfectly fine. Yeah. Five on four, eh. That's where yeah. you want to move it, move it around a little yeah. more. So Panic, uh, about three minutes later, he scores uh, the way he seemingly always does. He comes down that right side. He shoots it uh, oppo post, posting in. Caps take a 2-1 lead. Um, let's start with AB here. Thoughts on the fourth line uh, the past few games now with Panic on it, creating some offense. It's been pretty good. Been two, pretty good. two goals in three games, I think it was, between yeah. Panic's and, and Hathaway's. This play was more of a defensive breakdown by Minnesota and Panic just you know stepping up at the right time there. He kind of um, snuck behind their defense. When yeah. that little scrum happened. Yep. The the there's like a little board scrum there. We just finally won a puck battle. It seems like we don't win those. Uh, yeah. Win a puck battle, get behind the defense, and nice little quick wrist shot by uh, or snapshot by Richard Panic going on Popo. Perfectly placed shot. Yep. Um. Yeah. Good speed. I mean, he, he had a good burst of speed coming out of that too to get some separation too. So. I mean, I think he. I think he's looked better. I mean, I don't know if it's because I've been a hater of him most of the season, and AB's kind of opened my eyes a little bit the past couple games. But I think he's looked good, and definitely on this fourth line, he's playing out the role. He's taking shots. He's taking a good amount of shots. I think on this fourth line, giving them more scoring opportunities. Yeah, it's he. The fourth line hasn't missed a missed a beat. I think some people are, they've gotten better. Yeah, people <clears throat> people they're starting to score now. It's the same way, the exact yep. same way they're playing. Just hemming teams in and getting the most dominant shifts our any line of our team gets. But they just were never scoring, and now they've gotten like two or three in as many games. Yeah, my yeah, that's what I think. People were worried that splitting those three up might ruin that chemistry a little bit, but it really hasn't at all because. I, I'm not saying that those guys. I was don't. trashing Panic, but I'm really liking him on the fourth line. Yeah, I mean he's been he's a great fourth liner. Like he, it's not that fourth liners. I'm not bashing them for not having chem or not needing chemistry with one another. But like when you're a fourth line grinder, you it's all kind of the same game. It's just, just it's muck just it up, working the cycle. Yeah, yeah I mean so you're just bringing the energy. You right. just want to find any way you can to bring the energy. Make, right, lay a hit. It's pucks in. It's, it's pucks, pucks in, in deep, deep and cycling the puck. I mean, it's pucks in deep and banging hockey, bodies. Baby. It's pucks in deep and, and banging so bodies. So it's it's not it's not too hard to for a new guy to come in and also 
play that role and be successful at it, which, I mean, Panic's not a new guy for this team, but he's a new guy on the, in that role. Right. And he's, he, he's pretty good at he's it. He's a veteran guy, though, yeah. so that he fills in perfect for that role. Yep. Sure. So, literally 30 seconds later, uh, we got it, baby. The Russian three. It's a quick shift of Kovi, Kuzi, Ovi. Uh, Kovalchuk, him and Kuzi look like they have a bit of a miscommunication coming in. Kovalchuk to Kuzi, Kuzi to Ovi. It's a pretty much a fadeaway three of a one-timer. Yep. And wide open net. Boom, caps up three to one. He's got 45 on the year. Kovalchuk, first point of a cap. KP, the Russians. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool to see those three out there. I think it happened because there were so many penalties and power plays, PKs in that first period. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a wild first period. Yeah, yeah. so I think like Colby didn't, Kovalchuk probably didn't get to play much. So um, they kind of threw this line together. It seemed like after the lines got screwed up a little. And scores. Fucking they score, and he, it seems like uh, Todd made a good decision and kind of stuck with it after that. He, that this line stays together after this goal for a little bit. For a little bit, I was say right. They, they didn't stay together all game, but but no, he gave him a couple more shifts. He yeah. gave him a couple more chances at least. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I like that, but I'd, I'd rather see it the rest of the way. Ah, that we we kind of poked fun at that line, but when we saw it out there, it was like oh. Yeah, I was, awesome. <laughs> I was like, "This." Is- I mean, if it's a fast break, like if we if they get any fast breaks, it's like, "Oh shit!" Like three. Yep. Co- two, if it's a three, three on two, it's uh oh. Yeah. Like we're just pushing. Just Kovi right and Kuzi just weaving, just Ovi just trying to find open now. Exactly. Just open. That's it's all. That's awesome. all that has. That all that has to be done there. Yeah. I mean, let Kovalchuk and Kuzi handle the puck. All right. I mean, Agreed. Ovi doesn't have to do anything. Ovi just has to be on the receiving yeah. end of a nice pass, and so he can one time it. <laughs> so Fiala gets one back at the end of the period. Five goal. First uh, caps up three to two. Then we get a scoreless second period, and then in the third, the lamp gets lit. Uh, Thirty goal Tom. He scores his twenty first of the year, forty seconds into the period, and that's a little quality assurance for the Caps there. Well, hold on. I think uh, a little bit before this in this game, um, I want to talk about that incident when uh, Kovalchuk like goes to the net. I don't think this happened when yet. he got slashed. Yeah, and, and he got Dylan slashed, and then fought. Dylan comes in and fights mm-hmm. for him. I mean, that, I think that was a pretty big moment. Dylan stepping up, getting a fight for Kovalchuk Kobe. takes a slash, and he. You know, gets back at the guy, and the next pissed. thing you know, it's Dylan of all dudes coming in, grabbing Hartman, and just beating the shit out of him. So it's new guy sticking up for new guy. Fucking love Brendan. Yeah, man. yeah. And have you seen the the new pregame routines and shit? They're pretty wild. Yeah. But Dylan's got his own shit now, and Kovalchuk's like pretty much coming in there, big dick swinging. Yeah, and just being like, I'm gonna stand against this wall and I'll dap everybody up. Yeah, and he's going out last. <laughs> he's going out last. You see that? He's the homie, dude. Kovalchuk goes last in the line. Like, can we get Brendan Dylan? Like, can we put an A on his jersey? Like. <laughs> Like, honestly, this guy's awesome. You're in love with him already, man. Yes, I'm telling you. Let's sign him forever. This was a great fight, too. I mean, I loved this little fight. fight. It was a good fight, man. Back and forth with Hartman there. Yeah, it was a good fight. Brendan Dillon definitely landed some punches, and I'm loving him. Uh, Wild get one back later in the period. Caps hang on. Two big points. Undefeated March so far. Uh, Holpe stops 37-40, to 40, I should say. Yeah, he, he played a great game. He's in his game. groove. Yeah, he's, he's grooving. Yeah, this had a playoff feel to this game. I know yeah, I texted you Got guys chippy. that in Got this first period. Too. It was crazy. And all the way through. And Holpe stayed strong. And, I mean, he played well. The goals that uh, he got scored on, I mean, they were good goals. So, I mean, he's playing hot, and I love him. Loving him right now. Yep. I mean, this is what, this is what we said. This is this was the ideal situation. Called it from the beginning. Like he'll get he'll get hot around around mid February March and mm-hmm. let it roll. For sure. So, win that game. How do we feel? We'll we'll leave this uh, before we get to our stars of the week. Uh, we'll figure out here. 
these three games with our new team, our playoff team, our set team for the season, A, how do we feel about Kovalchuk? And then B, how do we feel about these D pairings? Uh, we didn't see Gudis in that Minnesota Wild game. I mean, are we liking what we're seeing on defense as well? Because we keep touching on offense. But A, talk about Kovalchuk. B, let's figure out, do we like Gudis getting scratched? I don't um, I, I didn't love it. But because he's sat two of these, he's sat two of these three games. I will say that Jensen, I've, I I was actually very very impressed with Jensen this week. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Um, he was good. Yeah, he was he was a very solid presence out there for us. Um, he he, he looked calmer with the puck. I, I, he's not making any offensive plays or or not not that he's not making offensive plays, but he's not like getting on the score sheet as much. But as long as he's just not turning the puck over, I mean, he did he did turn it over, I think, once or twice against Winnipeg, but it wasn't, like, too egregious. And he made a couple of great plays um, pretty much by himself in the Minnesota game. And I think he was playing with – was he playing with Siegenthaler? He was not playing with Orlov, I know that. I think it was Orlov, Kempney, Siegenthaler, Jensen in that game. Didn't see much this game. And um, I, I, I like them as a pairing, honestly. I thought they both played pretty well. Siegenthaler ended up getting the uh, the Nats helmet. Yeah, he did. Yeah, game. from Hope. He played well before. in that game. I thought I thought that. I like Siegs. I want Siegs in our playoff lineup, but I kind of think I also want Gudis. I yeah. I mean, and we're, we just sat Gudis two of the last three games with a big game against Philly coming up. So he's coming in that Philly game because you know we're going to play. I him, mean, so he's coming in that game cold. I don't. I mean, I do want Gudis as our start in our starting six, but I can see why he got scratched. I mean, we were taught we were hemming on him last last week. I think about the flyby that he did. Yeah, he did. A couple, he did a couple yep. flybys. So well, I think it could it could have been in that there was a we talked about it in the Winnipeg game. He had a couple mistakes right. uh, that led to goals. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean that that could it could be yeah. why, but. Um, and I don't know. We it could be speed because obviously Gudis was probably one of the slower of the defensemen, but I think he's the best physical guy and he plays a more solid game. Where sometimes I do see Jensen kind of running around a little bit, or sometimes like, and it's not just him. Like the whole defense has a problem with this. It's just throwing the puck around the boards. Like when you have time, I've seen John Carlson do it. Yeah, I've seen Jensen do it. I've seen Kempney do it. Like they do it a lot where they have time and space. And like they'll just slap it around, like get it off their stick and get it get it away, and that's something just defensively they gotta stop doing. It's- yeah, I was gonna say I th- I don't think I think we're letting John Carlson off the hook a little bit. I think he's been very very bad. These yeah, he's last been a couple of weeks. He's been average, below average. And yeah, they've been panicking. He's been turning the puck over not, a lot. He got walked by Malkin in that he Pittsburgh game. Got walked by Malkin. Like, I think embarrassingly, he, did, he got walked in one of these Winnipeg games too. I think I he. There are times where he's just taking bad angles um, to the net, and mm-hmm. he's letting guys around him. And it's—I don't know—he's not playing like a Norris Trophy winner right now. Maybe offensively his stats are there, but defensively he has not looked great lately. I think I think he's actually been one of the bigger issues. Which yeah, is, which I mean you can't I, have your top guy playing shitty D. Yeah, I was gonna say, no. which is why they picked up Brendan Dillon, hopefully to help him out a little bit. And I got a feeling he's gonna be our best defender in playoffs. He might be. Yep. Um, but Kemney Orlov, I I liked, I liked them on a line together. But dude, Orlov has just been so inconsistent. This he year. threw with that yeah. wild hip check. I think someone the one that led to that Verona goal, that beautiful Verona goal. He throws a hip check and misses, but the dude like 
kind of trips up anyway, and he just sent. That's how the puck bounces out to Vron, and he goes down the ice and tucks it. Well, Minnesota. Yeah. I don't know if I can't remember if it turned into a goal or not, but and I think within the first three minutes of the game, there was another pass right down the middle of the ice that led to a breakaway because our two they they get in between our two defensemen and our defensemen are just getting caught flat footed. In the Minnesota game, talking about the yeah. Donato goal, it was yeah. That's yes, where he got it, the breakaway, yes. and then he had the. The rebound, kind of. Yeah, maybe not in the first three minutes. Was that? Was yeah, that, that was the first yeah, goal. Okay. That was the first goal of the game yeah. that happened, and that was kind of like a, a defensive breakdown. And Ke- yeah, Kepney could caught flat footed. I mean, Orlov is also getting caught flat footed, but it's on Kepney's side. And dude, how many how many breakaways like that have we let up this year? A lot. Yeah, a lot. Dude, it's, they're just it's, too far spread out, and someone gets brutal, behind them. Man, like, how do you let that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. So, um, but getting back to your question, Billman, about the do we like the D pairings? No, I don't. I only like the first pairing. After that, it's kind of like a, a chase up. I think they're going to be switching people around. I really don't like any of uh, any of the pairings right now. So I think that's something they need to figure out. I didn't hate Jensen and Siegenthaler. I didn't hit, hate the way they played. At least I mean, I hated yeah. it going into the game, but they actually played pretty well. But that that's something we'd have to see more of to yeah. kind of understand would, if I'd like that or I not. I would agree. Um dude, and I mean we just hemmed in on Carlson a little bit. They're not really going to switch that deep pairing, I don't no. think at all. No, they're so. solid. Yeah. Well, there's are they solid? No, but they're, they, they, they can be solid and what they want to happen is uh Dylan, Dylan being yeah. that kind of stay home hard physical defenseman and letting Carlson maybe take over his offensive abilities. Right. A it's more. like Carl like that deep pairing will be solid whenever Carl Carlson figures out what the hell's Agreed. going on with this game. But it's I th- I feel like I've been saying this all year long is it's the it's that Orloff pairing that they can't figure out. I mean he Yeah, who do you put him? I mean I Orloff Jensen, no. Uh, Orloff Siegenthaler maybe. Maybe. Because I, I, I mean, I don't know if I like Orloff Kempney. I feel like both of them are just one, someone's going to make a turnover between those two. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't look great. It'd be a lot better night. if Dylan was just a goddamn righty. Yeah. It'd make our world a lot easier. Yeah. Because then right. we, we can just go back to Kempney Carlson and we can go fucking. Well, Kempney Carlson wasn't a great pairing this year. It either. wasn't. I think that's it, why they switched it. Yeah, well, they were struggling. Yeah, um, but it's had success, so. It has had won success, a cup. yes. But, I don't know, it's I Orlov's got to I think Orlov's got to figure out his game too. I mean, honestly, like we keep we keep hemming in on like Jensen how bad he's been doing and like how they can't figure it out. But yeah, you're Carl, right. But Carlson and Orlov have been pretty I'm, fucking bad yeah, this the year. Two, yeah, the two the two guys that are going to be the ones you build around and you put a softer defenseman with them. That's that's Orlov. Orlov's yeah. got to be he's top 3 out of your guys if yeah. you want to say it now. He should be top 2. Yeah. But uh yeah, he's I mean, he's got he's got to figure it the fuck out. He's you're had right. A very sure. inconsistent season. I like that. Up and down, we talked about it a couple times. So on the flip of that real quick, I uh, want you to give me your grade uh, and why for Kovalchuk through three games? Uh, I've been very fucking excited to watch every game because he's of on Kovalchuk. the team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just like I feel like at any moment he can do something. He's got the ability. Like when he gets the puck, I just think he's gonna do a nice move. He's done a couple cool things, and he's like a really just all around good player. And I think he's gonna be a, a great addition to this team for the long run and a deep run he can play on the third line he can play on the first line he can play on the power play i mean it's a multi-tool guy who is a legend so i B, love it b plus i'm giving it an a minus <laughs> okay Jesus, a, B. Man, the guy has one assist right now i think he's like a minus two so you're going he's c sick, plus though. um a quick c plus 
79 percent yeah partly because like yeah i'll give him like i'll give him c plus i mean he's he played he played well his first game i didn't think he did anything crazy good i didn't think he did anything crazy bad either he did again he, i already mentioned that a big hit that oh yeah he did hit. yeah that is true that has been one part of his game that i was not expecting he's a physical dude he's, yeah. he's all around player he's, he been, goes he's, been, he's been hitting hard um but he has not been as lethal with the puck as i he as we should thought he have would, scored in what was that the first winnipeg game when he got two back door right on the pad pretty yeah. much or um, maybe the second i can't should have scored there carl hagner should have scored there too he yeah. also had back the yeah it was those two right there um if i'm telling like if he got more power play time he it would easily be up to a b to b plus i bet because for me yeah, i'd say b minus he I don't know. Like they got to do that line that me and you were talking about, where we're putting Ovi in the middle and putting Kobe yeah, there. I yep. think that's the most lethal. I I agree, and I just don't see I why think we just need. He just needs one goal, and I think he'll be. I just yeah. just get that seal. Crack. The type of player, yeah. the type of player he is, he will make a team so much better when he has extra space around him. Yeah. Like I bet you, he's a great four on four player. I bet he's solid three on three. I bet he's a great five on four player. So give him more than fifteen fucking seconds on the power play. <sighs> Valid. I mean, Valid point. It's it's another ridiculous. thing just with the power play and speaking of time, is they gotta cut out the fucking like three drop passes to bring it up with the slingshot. Cause that that kills like ten to fifteen stupid seconds where someone like Kovalchuk, Kuznetsov, Verana, any of those guys can easily skate it fast, dump it in, and go get that puck. Have guys get it, or just skate it all the way in and set it up. Like, there's so many simpler ways, and I saw Minnesota do it. I saw Winnipeg do it. Like, yep. teams in the NHL do it, and we need to start and cut it out with this fancy slingshot that we brought up, like, two years ago. Yeah, I mean, I I understand what they're trying to do is and get someone with speed to enter the zone. Actually, But um, it doesn't work when they get rid of the puck right before the blue right. line. Actually, I was weirdly like watching the Chicago Blackhawks game the other day. They do the same thing. Everyone does. And they force it to Kane, and Kane probably lost it four times in a row trying to get into the zone. I'm and I was like, that. all right, so it fails as miserably there as it does here. I think every single NHL team uses it, and it's I don't I have no idea why. That's what it is. So uh, let's unknown this real quick before we take a look at the week ahead. Cap star of the week. KP, you got one? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Brendan Dillon. I okay. just love his dilly, play. Baby. He's been solid. Not going with stats for this one here. He had the big fight with Hartman. I really love that. I mean, I think he's been playing physical. He's been playing hard. And he's been going out for the boys. He's uh, definitely for the boys, guys, and I love him. Can't wait to see him in the, the offs. Maybe who you got? Um, I'll go with Richard Panic. Okay. Uh, Sparks the fourth First time lineup. ever, I think, for Richard Panic. Wow, it's, congrats. Sparks, Welcome to the board. Sparks the uh, fourth line a little bit for them. Uh, gets Garnet on the uh, on the score sheet, too. Sure. And um, Well, not him himself, but, I mean, Panic gets a goal. Garnet gets a goal. I mean, the fourth line starting to roll a little bit. Let's see if they can continue to do do that for the rest of the way. So we got Panic. We have Dilly Dilly. Um... Who do I want to go with? I'm thinking Holpe. He had yeah, a solid was, week. He had a very Holpe good too. week. He's back in his groove. Uh, but, I mean, Ovi, is he back on the scoring train? Oh, man. <laughs> is yeah. he back on the train? So Three goals. Three give goals me Holpe, though, because that's what we need. That's what we want is Braden Holpe playing at the top of his game. So uh, let's take a look at the week ahead. Bark down. Off the bar. Bark down. Off the bar and down. What a shot. 
All right, so Wednesday night, first game this week for the Caps. It's Philadelphia. It's at home, first game against them at home this season. It's the now second-place Philadelphia Flyers. They are uh, three points behind us, just as many games played. And, yeah, they, they've kind of come out of nowhere. They're hot. Six in a row, win streak. Yeah, I mean, this. I've said it since the beginning of the season, this is going to be a good team. They're a great team on paper. Kevin Hayes uh, seems to be the NHL it up. <laughs> favorite player by, like, everyone. Um, this team is, this team is hilarious. Have yeah, you, they have a lot of characters. Did on this you team. see? Yeah, did when you they see? They were talking shit to Lemieux. On yeah, the Rangers. just like on the benches, two of them just like straight talking shit. Right Kevin Hayes is laughing his ass off. I immediately texted Crepo. I was like, dude, I love, I love the Caps and I love the Flyers. Like, it's hard to say. I, dude, it's like all the videos coming out from all the pregame shit for the Caps. I fucking love it. And all the videos that I see just were just connecting, just chirping everyone on the ice. I fucking love it. Yeah, like, he's, it's, he's it's been hilarious. doing that for a couple of years now. What was it in uh, that outdoor game? Was yeah. the video of him uh, that was pretty funny? But, I mean, the Flyers, yeah. Like, I, I think, I don't know if I kind of wrote them off, but I didn't think about them at all. They weren't in the back of my head to creep up. Like, I, did, I thought they might figure out a wild card spot but like wow now they're racing for the number one spot in the metro and it's a team on paper that can do it and they look good and this young kid carter hart starting to play well so that i mean that's a big decipher for them as well yeah that's i said that before the season started too if they if they're gonna if they're gonna be successful it's got to be on the backs of, uh, of carter hart and he's he's been the stud that they're looking for, and then they're they're deep down the middle. Sean, like Sean Couturier is actually their best player. It's not even Claude Giroux and Jacob Vorch. Right. It's which helps out because it lifts that off their shoulders that yep. they they've had on, on to bear on their backs the last couple of years. So yep. getting that younger help that they're starting to get offensively. I mean, is they great. are deep, top to bottom. Uh, their their back six is great. I mean. Pro, you got Provorov back there. You got Niskanen, who's running power play time, and he's, he's really good. scored a power play goal <laughs> for the Rangers the other day. God, I miss him. Yeah, yeah he's that. awesome. Um, God. You got Ghost, who's been hurt. Um, who else do they have? They got Sandheim back there. I yep. think they got Phil Myers, who's a solid player. Hag. He's a monster. He's like six six or something like that. He's a big guy. Yeah, they're that, and that's how or they're built. They're a big physical team. Yeah, and they can also move the puck though. They they're not right. the broad street bullies. They oh, but I, I expect this game against the Caps is going to be oh yeah big yeah. hits and it's going to get fights. It's going to be a playoff game. Yeah, it's going to be a playoff game. Oh, exactly Wednesday, like Wednesday a playoff night, game. baby. Yeah, Wednesday yeah. night on NBC. And so so that's so that's their back six. So let's like go through the names on their front on their on their forwards. They got we already went through half of them. Giroux, Couturier, yeah. Voracek. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a fucking first line there. Kevin Hayes, Travis Konechny, JVR. Yeah. I don't even know if JVR's on that line. I, I think he's playing third-line minutes right now. Really? And he's like a 20-goal scorer. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of gone up and down, but uh, he, he's still a guy that gets in front of the net, and he, he plays yep. a gritty game. And, and that, that that's what the Flyers, like, they've always brought, like, I guess their culture is just a gritty game, a fast, like, not always a fast game, but, like, a really gritty game, even if they kind of change it to a fast-speed game, like you're saying they have now, like, which, yeah, which is hard to play against. Um, I forgot they had Hit Justin Braun on their Couturier. team. Scott Lawton. Lawton has been um, a big, a big addition for them, or not addition because he's been on the team, but he's he's been playing well for them too. And yeah, J- and then like I said, JVR, he's got 19 goals on the year, and it, they're good all the way through. Yeah, they're, they're going to be six game winning streak. 
They're going to be a scary team. 23-5 and 4 at home, only 15-15 and 15 on the road, though, so a pretty tough road team. Mm-hmm. I think we split with them so far this season. Um, that Ryan Grant, games the Ryan Grant guy scored a uh, pretty sweet goal against the Rangers the other day. Just a nice yeah. little backhand talk. And then we got the Rangers the day after in Madison Square Garden, who we haven't seen since November 20th, and that was a 4-1 win for the Rangers. So, And they're also knocking at the door. They're <laughs> Or Derek Grant is his name. My right. Name. So the Rangers, I mean, they're sitting at um, 74 points, uh, four points outside of the uh, second wild card spot. Yeah, um, with a couple yeah. games in hand. A lot of people wrote them off, like yep. when at the trade deadline, and then they made the move for to sign Kreider, not give up uh, Hendrick Lundqvist, and kind of not sell off anymore. Well, any they did sell with Brady Shea. Yeah, that's true. I guess yeah, they, but. I and guess I think, they loved the return on that. They got a first round pick, so yep. they they were fine with it. Yep. Um. And I'm not sure about Nemesnik. Was he in Ottawa or is he still with the Rangers? I can't remember. But anyway, um. I mean, Artemi Panarin. He's been like, holy up. shit. Yeah, he's well, that, been good. And that's another guy we said had to play good for this team to be any fucking good. Dude, he's MVP level right now. I mean, yeah, I think Drysaddles are leading that way right now. But if, dude, if the Rangers sneak into a playoffs, I would. Very much vote Artemi Panarin over Dreisaitl. Yeah, because yeah, he would pretty much him putting that team on his back. I mean, Zibanejad's yeah. got 65 points. Buchnevich, 39. Yeah, Panarin's at 90 points. Yeah, he's got 90 <laughs> fucking points. 32 goals and 58 assists. Have he's a, a plus 34. Capo Caco's minus 23. Oh, that's not great. Eight yeah, goals, isn't that crazy? Assists. I mean, we were doing all that talk in the summer about Capo Caco and Jack Hughes, and they've just been pretty much Whatever. Bust. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think you really call you had a your rookie of the year. Um, I think you predicted Quinn Hughes. Yeah, and he's he's, he's leading the way right now. He's playing good back there in yeah. the Vancouver. He's helping Vancouver out strongly. Yep. Um, but yeah, this team again. Chris Kreider just got hurt, so that's kind of a big loss for them. But yeah, he's, I mean, he's with, out for the season. I saw with Panari Panarin carrying you, and they have they they finally or not finally, but they've gotten some good goaltending when Lundqvist has been pretty bad. Um, I mean, they did lose just that one guy in the, in the uh, car accident. Yeah. Um, for a couple of weeks, he fractured a rib or something like that. Damn. But they're they're happy with their young goaltending. That's yeah, for they, sure. the Rangers are. They rebuilt very very quickly, and they're gonna yeah. be they're gonna be good for a while. I think. Um, I, w- I would definitely be scared of them. They sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they sneak if they sneak in at all. Like I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, there's just a lot of teams buzzing right there to. To say I wouldn't be shocked, but there, it, it's well, going to be a tight race to the to the end. I mean, you're you're right that there's a lot of teams right there fighting for it, but I wouldn't say any of them are buzzing except for the Rangers. Right? They're all Carolina, Columbus, and the Islanders are all struggling right now. Yeah, they've had hotter starts and starting to fizzle out. Yeah. So. so we'll see what happens. And there. it's always those teams that get hot, like that people don't don't expect to do it. That yep. uh do do the best in the playoffs. I think. Yep. Um, and then Saturday, it's another Metro game. It's the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, it's at 1 o'clock Saturday on the road. Sorry, I'm distracted because I'm kind of weirdly looking up tickets for that game. I, yeah, Kuzi is probably pissed about this because we all know that he hates the matinee games. So hopefully he wakes up on time. I would argue that this is the the most important cheapest. stretch of games I would that say. we've had for them this season yeah so this is three metro teams a metro division that we've struggled against well it's not even three metro teams now it's three metro teams Leaders. that are fighting for playoff spots all three of them are yep i mean ever since we beat them two penguins are on a six game losing streak six game losing streak they have struggled i don't really know what's been going on look here. at these seats 119 I mean, bucks i don't know i don't know what's about been to go? going on here but they just 
I don't know if it's a goaltending issue or if it's just a. I, I mean, think we broke Crosby like that game where he was just slamming a stick. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's, he's just broken now. I, I mean, I love to see Pittsburgh on a on a losing streak. Honestly, like uh, if they're struggling going into the playoffs, they don't they don't really know who their starting goalie is. I mean, that's that can that can shake up a locker room a little bit. For sure. I mean, they've got kind of a rough stretch too. They go. Us, Carolina, Jersey, Columbus, Carolina, Islanders, Rangers, Rangers, Caps, Carolina. Yeah, I mean, this is this is where it makes or breaks teams. I think. I mean, are, you would assume that they're they're hoping to go at least get what was there seven games in there, five wins. They have nine, ten straight Metro games. Jesus, ten straight Metropolitan Divisional games. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, so we'll see. Carolina's in, in there three times. I mean, these playoffs could be shaken up so much within the next three weeks like on it like play. the flyers could be number one we could be number three pittsburgh could be out of a playoff spot pretty easily i do that the islanders could get knocked all the way down even they could. yeah and they're, yeah, so. they're a solid fucking team i mean yeah. i mean they're only two points behind pittsburgh right so i mean so yeah. is columbus yeah this is i mean it's crazy and carolina uh actually it's gonna be a fun month of hockey columbus boys. is three games yeah no atlantic florida's shot themselves in the foot i think they're out of the race and they were the top Atlantic team outside of that uh, monster three. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a four team there, I metro division say, race. I so are you saying for sure both wild card spots are going to be metro? One hundred percent, dude. Metro, we're so good. I wouldn't completely very good count division. them out yet. Florida, I would say give them another like week and a half to two weeks to count them out. Yeah, lock, um, lock and change five six games. I mean yeah. Pittsburgh could flip, could even go deeper in a hole. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, it's, teams could go five and zero. Oh. It's yeah. I mean, we've Florida's been, got a tough stretch of it. They play four, five, six, six of eight games on the road. We've. I mean, we're a better road team than a home team. So that's true too. Um, so are they. I mean, it's not a great record, but it's. I just don't think they have any juice to them. Yeah, but they could win. Good. They could win a game, get some confidence, and flip. Yeah, I wouldn't count out. They could. Any plus, team. the Met, the Metro could self implode since we're all playing each other right now. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't count out any team right now. Like Pittsburgh plays Carolina three times in three weeks. I mean, Carolina's got 75 points. Pittsburgh is at 80. Carolina wins two of those games. It's holy shit. Exactly. You just cut that gap by a lot. Exactly. That's what I mean. I wouldn't count out any teams yet. Um, I would. The teams that you count out right now are the ones that don't have 70 points, which is Montreal, Buffalo, New Jersey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, this is pretty sure. cool how, I guess, the NHL is scheduling it. Um, I don't know. I guess it's the first time I'm really noticing it that we've had the back half of the season. Maybe last year, too. No, I was say, they do this every year. Um, you think it's every year for a while it's been like this? Yeah, yeah I've, back, I've noticed this. backload of uh, Metro games of or divisional games. games the, and, the, and I love it because it just makes it a lot yeah. grittier going into playoffs. Because we so, always have to play so so much can fucking change. And we always have to play Philly like two or three times between in yeah. the well, I know of the, February or March. They've always made the Pittsburgh games because they want them to be those one o'clock matinee games. Well, just day drinking games. Imagine a Pittsburgh Philly round one in the playoffs with Philly Ooh. having home ice. Yeah, I mean that's what everyone's hoping for. Feed me that, and then you'll have Tampa Bay and Toronto going on it. That would be kind of an interesting series because I don't think it would be interesting at all. I think Tampa would steamroll them, yeah. but it's better <laughs> than you? watching Boston. Toronto again. If you got the pick of all the teams that were looking at it, who would you want? If say we finished in the first, well, let's say we first finished, place. Let's let's say we finished first, and then it's Philly, Pittsburgh, two and three. Let's just say that, and then so we got to decide between Islanders, Columbus, Carolina, or Rangers. Who do you want to play? If you got the pick, if I had to pick one to play, I'd probably want to play Columbus. I don't know though. Uh, I and maybe want to play the Islanders. That's it's between those two teams for me. Islanders and Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. 
last team I would want to play is Carolina. Yeah, definitely don't want that again. But the only thing is, I don't like, think Rangers. Like you said, would they've be, had a little shaky. In Rangers wouldn't be so. tough, but Panarin would like carry that team to Game Seven. And they have three yeah. goaltenders and then that have a game chance to get hot. Up. That's the thing about New York too. Hank can really turn on a playoff yeah. series. We've seen that, and having these two young guys that could even do it. But maybe we would handle Columbus and we would handle the Islanders. I think. Um, I don't know. It's a, who do you want to play? Coaching wise, Tortorella or Barry Trotz? I'd want to play Tortorella. Both I, tough. I think I think uh, I say both are very, very tough. I think, I think we, we, we could out, Barry. out coach we, we Tortorella Barry before you year. could out coach um Barry. I think we can outplay no that's the Cavs can be out, Barry. I don't think we're out coaching anyone. No. But our team alone I think will be Barry. We just haven't seen it yet. In a playoff series, it'd be nice too. Barry versus old team. Yeah. I think we could be Barry in the playoffs. I I would agree. He would know what to do. I would to just. Us, but. I just think the Islanders are a more solid team than Columbus. If you had to pick between those two, I mean, they got better goaltending. They got better goal scorers. They got better superstars. Columbus is kind of like a younger team that's kind of just found their way through this season. I mean, they lost their their number one goalie last year, and these two guys have kind of just stepped up. So I mean, they're not. They don't have the total confidence or guys that have total playoff experience on that team. So that's why I'd much rather play them over the the Islanders. Yeah, I mean you make up some good points. It's 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 gonna be tough. I think it'll be a tough series either way. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I gotta be play. honest. I'm not super comfortable against anyone. No, me neither. No, because it's gonna be a team that's hot in a wild card spot, and they're yeah. really fighting down there. So whoever yeah. whoever wins that wild card spot is gonna be a team that has a good end of the year. Right. Uh, it's. I mean, uh, just the way that the Caps have been playing too. I think it like. Any team could kind of beat us at any given day because we haven't, we just haven't been playing consistent at all. We I play agree. up and down in teams. Yeah. So there it is. That's the kind of future ahead for the Caps. I mean, if we want to, real quick, let's just look at, let's kind of breeze through the month ahead. We won't breeze through it. I'll just kind of name it off so we can kind of see uh, what's going on. Like we said, we have those three Metro games coming up this week at Buffalo, Detroit, Chicago, Oilers. Columbus, Ottawa, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Rangers, Detroit, Buffalo, Toronto. So uh, that's kind of favorable. So Sammy's going to be playing one of these games. You would, you think he's Philly or New York? You got to be you got to be thinking New York, right? Yeah, I think we need to beat Philly at home. Well, yeah. yeah. You, well, you want to go Holpe in pressure. the hard game of Philly, and you definitely want him against Pittsburgh. So, well, Philly's like the big NBC blah 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 game, and it's Philly. Well, well, They're sure coming up our ass quick. I'm sure it's going to be national broadcast game on Saturday as well with the Penguins game being. Oh, at 1 yeah, one hundred percent. But so that's both, why you put Sammy in are. that weird little Thursday night slot. Tough game, big game on the road, but just slide him in there and let Holpe just have two primetime games in the week. Well, yeah, then you don't have Holpe back to backs, and Holpe Holpe is your hot hand right now, so you got to ride with him. Yep, sure. So there it is. So AB. Let's get to some of your stuff, and I think uh, we've, we've pretty much hit everything. Nail on the head with the Caps, covered the three games, recap the week, and let's get into the rest of the league, shall we? All right, uh, we'll start off with three stars of the month. You could probably guess some of them. Dreisaitl? Uh, yeah, he's, he's one of them, that's for sure. Hey, now. Third star, who's been killing it all year, is David Pasternak. Yep. Uh, 10 goals, 9 assists, 19 points in 14 games. He's leading the league uh, with 47 goals. Just as OV keeps catching up to him. He, he keeps pulling away. Yeah, he keeps pulling yeah, away a crazy. little bit. Um, we need to get over that Matthews hump, and then we'll just keep our eyes on Pasta. Well, we got over Matthews. Well, it's not even like we're at 45 apiece now. Yeah, now it's, it's not even that like Pasta's like 
just been so great all through the years. He like all through the year, he's had these great bunches, like you're saying now, where he scored so many goals in a couple games. Like he just gets hot, and it's not that he's gotten cold for a long period of time, but he's when he's hot, he's been hot, and he's scored a yeah. lot of goals in a quick period of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do remember people saying, "Will he get fifty and 50 And it's like, eh, yeah, yeah. It's because he was just he was at the beginning of the year. He was unreal. It's yeah, like, I was, just every shot was going in. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, you, every every goal score. No one's gonna be able to do fifty and fifty ever again. I don't no, think. it's gonna be tough. Yeah, uh, second star uh, carrying the Rangers a little bit. Zabinajad. Oh yeah, he's been hot as hell. He's Mika, on our fantasy sorry, team. Mika. Yeah, Zabinajad's and he kind of came out of nowhere this year. He's um, been good. He's, he's been very good. He, he's them. always been a solid player, but he has ex- excelled as a. Uh, He's kind of found as he's a, rounded his game. A first line, yeah, as a first line centerman now. Uh, I mean, it helps to play with Panarin. Right. And he's, <laughs> when he's got 90, 90 points, someone's got to be giving him the puck. And it's Mika Zibinijad. Uh He has 11 goals, 9 assists, 20 points in 15 games uh, last month. So, uh, yeah, he, again, him, Panarin, and the goaltenders have been carrying them into a nice little wild card fight right now. I mean, they're the Rangers are right, right in it, and I don't really want to play them. <laughs> no, I mean no, that, good. that's exactly what you want: your goaltenders and your superstars getting hot. So, yeah. shit. And first star, uh, once again, is Leon Drysaddle. Leon Drysaddle, because he's still buzzing. Yep, hundred points, ten goals, thirteen assists, twenty-three points in fourteen games last month. All right, he's Sheesh. got a hundred and two points. Um, I think he's on pace for one hundred and thirty. <laughs> Dude, uh, he's he's just shutting sure. everybody up. Yeah, I, I mean, I used to say it's only because he's playing with McDavid, and he's like McDavid got hurt and he got better. Yeah, like way better. Yeah. <laughs> like way. Just kind of like what happens when Sidney Crosby gets hurt and Malkin just yep. goes off. It's kind of like what's. I mean, the here. Oilers have the two best players in the world. I would say. I mean, McDavid right now, yeah. McDavid and Drysaddle are in one and two. I think. I mean, who else would you put there? I and agree. And they've gotten Panarin better every year. Panarin, yeah. Panarin. Like every year they've came back. Yep. Just better and better and better. Go MVPs. Yep. So Do it to it. That would be awesome if they could just <laughs> If they're just like, MVPs. here you go. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, when it comes to the MVP race, like who do you, who would you put up there right now? Like, I mean, Leon Dreisaitl. You'd say Dreisaitl by far and away. Yeah. I mean, I did like the Jack Eichel for MVP. He was playing really well for Buffalo, but they're not doing well now. Right. That's what kind of sucks. I mean, if if a guy's having a great season, your team's not having success, you kind of fall short of it yeah, it's sometimes. I mean, but, we need to get Jack Eichel in the playoffs. Yeah. I know. Well, he's never, what is it, five years now? He's never yeah. had a playoff game. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. Out of that, I don't. I don't really even know. He's, he's sat in the you'd locker have, room. You'd have to give like, me some names. I mean, I wouldn't I say would, John Carlson. No, I would throw Panarin's name right there. Panarin, if, if, the Rangers, if they keep moving the, up, if they make the playoffs, if the Rangers made the playoffs, I think I would. I mean, I know Drysital like will end up with like 120 something points at yep. least. But I would like Panarin's going to be right there at like 115 or something like that, and I was going to be close. Like, I would, how can you not throw his name there? Like, it's. Because Drysaddle has McDavid, who also is going to score 120 points. Right. Panarin doesn't. He's got Zabanajad, who's yeah, going to score like 80. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean. It's still a stretch for him, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like Panarin's doing it 
Like, it, it he, also, he's definitely putting more on his back. Right. Like, he went to that team to kind of be their superstar and be that guy to, yep. and make players around him like Zabanajak better. So that and that's exactly what he's doing. So that that's why he does make a case for MVP. Yeah, he's that's, get Kako going. That's the other thing too is the MVP. The most like it's this is always the argument. What is what does it mean? Is it the most valuable player? Or is it just the best player? Right. Right. Like if it's just the best player. Drysaddle is the winner. It's if, if it's the most valuable to their team, then there's an argument to be had. I think that was uh, I think that was the case with the Taylor Hall versus McKinnon um, MVP race the other couple of years ago. Was that last year or two years ago? I think it was two years, two years ago. ago yeah. Um, so yeah, those are your three stars of the month. Um, your three stars of the week. Last week, uh, third star was uh, Pavel Franku. Um, Frank Francouz, okay, Francois. I don't Francois? know the, ba- the backup goalie for uh, Colorado. Oh yeah. yeah, he's stepping in for Grubauer, playing yeah. massive. Yep, three and zero, two goals against average, nine forty six save percentage. Grubauer's done for a while. Not bad, I think. Is he? Oh, I think that's, so. That's not great for them unless this guy just. Burkowski was hurt too. Heating up. Um, I mean, the Avalanche are. I say Grubauer. Up they said he was out for like a month. That's not Could good. be mistaken, but that's well, a lot I mean, of time they, for a goalie on the playoff stretch. If they have a if they have a backup goalie coming in, just light it up, then you better hope. Yeah, who, who knows? You better fucking hope. Um, second star Ryan Ellis for the Nashville Predators, who have managed their way back creeping into, into a wild, wild card spot. Yep. Um, one goal, six assists, seven points in three games for Ryan Ellis. Um, he's he's one of the most crucial parts of their team too. I think Ryan Ellis being successful. He's, he's a very, very good defenseman. He's always a defenseman where in I'm playing like GM mode and I'm like trading for him for uh-huh. the, for the caps. He's always a big name that I like to see on the end up on the caps one year. But I mean, that's obviously never going to happen, but yeah, he's a great defenseman, great stay home defenseman who still can move the puck. And, uh, yeah, he's, and like you said, they're, they're back in the playoff spot. Yep. The, the predators out of nowhere are creeping yep. in. Um, and first star of the week, we just saw him. It is Kevin Fiala. Yeah. Who did he shake? Oh, Tom Wilson. When yeah. Tom went slide Ooh, by. Yeah, Tom fell and he yeah, made that Fiala good pass. Shook him. Yeah. Four goals, five assists, nine points in four games last week. He's Dude, this kid's going to be a stud. He's 22 years old. He's going to be real good. He's going to be a 30 to 40 goal scorer, I, I think. I saw that he career. had 10 goals in the month of February. Dude, alone. yeah. He just needed to be on That's the right team. He was, playing on the, he was playing on like the third line for Nashville. And then they traded him, and he's on like the first. He's a top six role. It's, it's kind of like. He got Burk- power play minutes. Yeah, it's kind of like the Burakovsky thing. Like, you, you give him yeah. the opportunity, he's going to fucking fly. He just needed, shine, the, baby. needed more minutes, and now he's got that confidence. Yeah, he's, like. he's going to be a stud, I think, in the NHL for a while. Yeah, he looked good. Yep. Um, we'll move on to the hot or not teams. We kind of went through this a little bit, talking about the Metro. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we'll start off. We said that we mentioned the Flyers, six-game winning streak. They're eight and two in their last ten. Yeah, they're hot. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they're, tomorrow yeah. they're not. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I guess that means they're due for a loss. Should be. Yeah. So. Not a good road team. So. That is true. They're 500 they are not, on the road. Yeah, they're 500 on the road, which is pretty, pretty sweet. Not good. Um, For them. We mentioned the Rangers. They just lost two because they were playing the Flyers. But before yeah. that, they were also on a six-game winning streak. Oh, shit. So they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. Uh, Boston's also 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're just consistently winning. Yep. Um, over out in the West, St. Louis uh, picking their shit back up. Seven game winning streak for them. They're hot. Um, Seven two and one. Somebody 
took over first place in that Pacific too. Yep. Isn't Vegas hot? Yep, I'm getting yeah. there. Oh word, okay. Um, but St. Louis seven game winning streak. I mean, them. They. I think they look like the best Western team right now. Yeah, they've. And they don't even have Tarasenko. Been like that all year. Yeah, yeah. They've seems. To well, they they were struggling there for a little bit. They were they were like had won like two games. A little bit, yeah. Like ten games or, two, or something. Two like and that. ten, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're on a seven game win streak. Colorado six game winning streak for them. They're also seven two and one in their last ten. Um, they're both are kind of escaping Dallas a little bit. Dallas crept up, like kind of kept up with but them. There's a, kind of a wide gap now. Yeah, um, Probably four point five gap. points. Yeah, uh, seven point gap between them and the Blues. Damn son. So, but I mean, Dallas is still going to be in the playoff spot. Like, yeah, that that central division is kind of the top three are kind of set. I would say. Um, and then, yeah, Pacific, you just mentioned it, the Vegas Golden Knights. They were just on an eight-game winning streak. Uh, they lost to the Kings last night, which you figured if you're yeah. going to lose to any team, like why would – how do you lose the Kings the on an eight-game winning streak? I heard uh, Mark Stone is out right now. Yes, he yeah, is hurt, injured. But – I mean, that, that's got, a big blow to them. I that think. is, it's a huge blow. But they, I mean, you know how that team works. I mean, it's a next man they have, up. They have guys like a fill-in, right? Yeah, next man up mentality for them. So, um, they have created some separation themselves in in the Pacific, and I think they might be when they're rolling. They might be the second best team in the uh, yeah. They might yeah, just be in the NHL. But Alex Martinez. Um, Picked him up from the Kings. He's got like seven points in five games for them as a defenseman. Mm-hmm. Right, so he's he's rolling. Not bad. Yeah. Um, and now they have this goalie tandem. So fuck. Yep. Do not want to see them. Yeah, they're 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 a good team uh, all the way through. So that's pretty much the hot teams of the NHL right now. The cold teams. Your boys, the Canucks. Yeah, I know they're struggling. Kind of reeling a little they're bit. They're down in the wild card spot now. Yep, they're down in a wild card spot. Two points ahead of pretty much everyone else that are fighting for that spot. I mean, you got... Toffoli's been ripping it up for him, though, hasn't he? Yeah, Toffoli's Thanks for terrible. Hammering it up. Yeah. You got... That sucks. They had such a hot start, and they were so far ahead. They're still buzzing. Yeah, but they had such a lead in first yeah, place, I felt like, earlier in the year. You they got were, we're going to walk seven, away. You got seven teams fighting for those wild card spots. Basically, I mean, yeah. you got Edmonton's leading the way with 76 points. Calgary is 75. Vancouver is 74. And then Nashville, Winnipeg, Arizona all have 72 right, right there for a wild card spot. I mean, none of them are out of it yet. I mean, if anyone slips up, which any of these teams I think could, right? Like they could see themselves not in a playoff position. I mean, Edmonton's been in a playoff position all season long. But, dude, if they go on a some, some like, four-game losing streak, they could be at the bottom of the pack. Yeah, very, just yeah, like that. Good. You could be, be behind fun. and not be able to catch up. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, the Canucks, they're probably the coldest team in the West right now, I mean, in that race. Um, they're, they're all kind of fiddling around the middle right now. Like, they're all, like, five and five right. in their last ten or four and six or six and four. So it's – Again, it's a tight race over there, but the cold teams are mainly in the Metro right now. Yeah, because they're beating each other. Yeah, they're just the most eat, part. eating each Pittsburgh. other up. I mean, we, you mentioned Florida; they're three, six, and one in their last ten. Not great for them. Um, Pittsburgh six-game losing streak, three, six, and one for them in the last ten. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome to see. Uh, obviously, we have we're not doing great. We're still we're like four, five, and one or something. Aren't four, we? five, yeah. and one. Yep, Carolina is. Four four and two, um, the Islanders are three five and two. Columbus is two four and four. 
I mean, two wins in ten, 10 games, games is not good. It's not good, but they're still they still points. they're still getting points, and they're still in a wild card spot. But they're also three games ahead of everyone. They have they have sixty seven games played. Everyone else has sixty four, sixty five. Right. So, Carolina. I mean, they get two wins in those three games. They're in the they're in the wild card spot. Yeah, they're chilling. Season. Yep. And they have. Carolina has a 24 goal differential. The rest of them have Columbus has negative four. Columbus, yeah, they're gonna fall off. The Islanders have six. The Rangers have plus 14. So like, if you're looking at those numbers, I mean, I know that has nothing to do with their record. One way or the other. Yeah, I mean, and you're gonna win games if you're scoring goals. Exactly. So it's 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 interesting to see that stat Mm because that could easily change the wild card spot. I I mean, it's going to be fun. The the next four episodes are just going to be completely different standing each time we get on here. Yeah, I feel like they are. So it's going to be like, oh, shit. Um, You mentioned some injuries earlier. Here's one big one. Steven Stamkos. Yeah, he's done for like six weeks, isn't he? Six to eight weeks. Six. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, That's like like halfway through the playoffs. Yeah, he might not come back to like mid-second round. Yeah. And that's a big blow to a team that was like starting to heat up, starting to to look good. Yep. I mean, you hate to see not, it, that, but not that they don't have guys to fill in for him. Yeah, but that you hate to see But that's a leader. That's loaded. a guy that like would change yeah, the whole Sam momentum goes. of a game. He's your captain. Team is loaded. Um, but, yeah, he's they're definitely going to miss him. I mean, he's it's your captain. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be up there around like 60, 70 points right now or something like that. But he's he's buzzing. Yeah. Um, Kucherov actually just got to 80. He's slowly. Slowly been chipping it in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Patrick Laine, but he they said he might be back within the next um, couple like, days, couple of days. Or so. yeah. yeah, he got hurt in that. Obviously, that Caps the game. The Caps game. Uh, and last segment here that I got is uh, the Browns bets. Nice, baby. Let's do it. Um, have you been winning anything? Because you better start make saving some money for the next like two weeks when March Madness starts. Yeah, no. That's gonna be I fun. I cannot wait heck. for March Madness. Uh, I'm thirty and twenty-seven. Okay. Um, on the year. Uh, the last time we did Bruns bets, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, because we, we ran a little long the last couple episodes. Last time we just ran a cold, like we ran through the cold. Yeah, the one we had the Blake yeah. and the Sharks guy on. Yeah, so um, cut out the Bruns bets for that. But um, I got, I'm 30 and 27 on the year. It was 5 and 1 the last time I did it, so. Who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll start to get hot. Get a little hot and then get like a hot going into the playoffs. Roll maybe. bank, roll bank. So what do we got this week? All right, Tuesday night I got the Golden Knights over the Devils. We just okay. mentioned how well the Golden Knights are doing. The Devils fucking suck. Yeah, they're bad. Um, it's in Vegas. I just don't see them losing to the Devils. No, um, they should not. Yeah. Um, Thursday I've got the Tampa Bay Lightning over the Montreal Canadiens. Okay. Uh, Canadians are struggling right now, three, five, and two in their last ten. We've obviously mentioned how well Tampa has picked up their uh, production. They have plus forty-seven goal differential. Uh, Montreal's minus four. So yeah, I just think Tampa kind of rolls over them in Tampa. Um, Saturday, I have the Flyers over the Sabers. Okay. We uh, Sabers are on a three-game losing streak right now. That could change by Saturday, but I don't. Not looking great. Yeah. The, the other day, Jack Eichel I sat I, in the locker room yeah, and shit, and he sat in the locker room and I was like, "We're out of it." Yeah, obviously pissed. I mean, it's kind of weird that he fi- they finally like just realized that. Yeah. 
I mean, they've shown sparks. They've shown signs of you hope. You always want to think there's a chance until like yeah, the last, last possible I, minute. I guess so, but it's again that trade was just so weird. Yeah, that the Wayne Simmons trade. Yeah, it's, yeah. Why would like? I mean, I don't know. Especially for a fifth round pick, why wouldn't somebody like Philly go it's, after it's him? A, it's a waste at death. this point. If they don't sign him, it's a waste. Right. Yeah, it's like it is. It was just a fifth round pick for nothing. Yeah, it's. It's it just didn't make any sense to me. It's like, dude, uh, yeah, we traded for Wayne Simmons. Maybe you get a spark three games after the trade deadline. Oh, we're out. <laughs> like what? <laughs> you have nothing worked for you. Sorry. Um. So yeah, I, I Flyers. Obviously, we said they're on a six-game winning streak. Don't Hopefully keep, not after keep. Wednesday. Right, right, right. But it could be a bounce-back game for them. Could be the yeah. Sabers. Stay hot. Yeah. They caught a loss, but stay hot. Yep. Um. And Sunday, I have Tampa Bay once again. Over the Red Wings. Oh yeah, got love Benjamin. Yeah, got to bet against the Red Wings. Yeah, how about my boy uh, Sam Gagne? He uh, got in a little tough situation going to the Red Wings, but I saw he had a goal over the weekend, so nice. stick taps nice. to him. Oh. I mean, that kind of sucks going from the Oilers to the Red Wings. Yeah, that does blow. Just going yeah. to the worst team in the league at any time. So yeah, like, it's like ah. sweet playoffs is gonna have. Oh, sweet! Fuck. I'm playing with McDavid. Oh, sweet! Detroit's Dylan Larkin is such a shithole. Yeah, and rolling the Red Wings. Yeah, that really I hate sucks. My life. I hope his contract expires this year because that guy needs to get on a cup contending team. Yeah, he's yeah. sick. He's he's been bounced around from bad team to bad team, dude. It's I mean he's been on the Oilers for, for how long? And they've been bad. They're finally going to make the playoffs. Right he's out of there. He's, see ya. And then they trade him. It sucks. It sucks for him. But yeah, there's my those are the bets. There's your there it is. Let's make some more monies. Uh, KP, you got anything else? Uh, big nah, week ahead for the Caps. That's not. That's it, man. Let's get ready for these fucking Metro games, and let's go Caps, baby. It's a win by 90, all the games. Kovey scoring all the goals. Oh. Yeah, how many goals before we go, AB, do you want to see Kovey score in these next three rivalry games? Over, under, two and a half. Let's put it at that. Oh, I'm going to pick that under. I'll one and a half. I'm, I'm let's go one and a half. Okay, I was going to say one and a half. One and a half. Ooh, is he going to have two? I say over. Give me two goals in these I three I think games. he's going to have his first Caps goal in these three hard battle games. He'll have two goals, I think. I think he'll have, yeah, I think he'll should get one. Give me one Wednesday night against Philly. Two. Fuck the Garden, and then give me one in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, give me one in Pittsburgh. Give me, give me a Colville Chuck goal in Pittsburgh. Give me maybe. a game winner in Pittsburgh. Shit me up. OT he's just, winner. like, shaking OT him winner off his face. with Orlov and Ovechkin on the ice. And him. Oh, that would be dangerous. <laughs> I don't know if I would like that at all. It was now Kuzi, Kovalchuk, and Ovechkin. Oh, speaking of, did, uh, let's go back to Winnipeg playing three forwards on a, an OT. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That I was, was like, very awesome. We should do that. Actually, we should do that because we would get lit up. But I mean, yeah. you're either winning or losing in the first 15 seconds if it's Kovalchuk, Ovechkin, and Kuznetsov. Yeah, you're most likely probably going to I'll take those uh, chances. Nah, no, because if you get the probably like 45 If we win the draw, we win. If we lose the draw, we lose. But, dude, they, that. they had Wheeler, Shifley, and Connor on. For yeah. the first like two minutes, called a time, like, called a timeout, and then put them back on so that they could stay out for the rest of the overtime. I think you can trust those guys defensively, I, though. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I definitely would trust them. Like, right, like that coach definitely said, "Look, you're gonna play for two minutes, get off for thirty seconds, and you're, you're gonna play the rest of the overtime." And they were like, "Yeah, sure, we can do that." Sure, yeah, yeah. made it happen. Yeah. I mean, it got to a shootout at least. But. There it is. So, yeah, that's going to be, like we said, next week will be fun to recap this. These are going to be happy or sad. And then, like we said, too, every Monday now is going to be fun to look at the standings and see how much things have changed. Next week, we're either going to be so hyped or going to be so pissed off. Yeah, because we could find ourselves in a wild card spot. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be like yeah, that'd third be in the division. That'd be scary. We'd have we're to like have third a, in the division. No, we won't be in a wild card spot, but like. If we don't get first, I'm not happy. 
well, I just mean in these. If we lose all three of these games, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, we're kind of fucked. Yeah, uh-huh. like that's where I. That's what. That's I mean, the, that, that's of, panic button. Out of these three games, I definitely want to win at least the Philly or the Pittsburgh game. I'm not super. I want worried. To win both we need of those. two. We need two. Yeah, give me two. Yeah, yeah, but it, the two that I'm really games. worried about is Philly and Pittsburgh. Yeah, give me two of those wins. If we lose the Rangers, fuck it. Yeah, Whatever. give me two of those wins against teams that are fighting for playoff spots. I mean, that that's good hockey, and we should be playing well. So. Fuck yeah, boys. There it is. All right. Peace out, boys. I've been keeping.